Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Is this thing on? All right, gentlemen, coming to main stage next, this is Bunny. Get up there. She's got a tornado of titties coming your way. Get those dollar bills ready. She's got an ass that shakes like Michael J. Fox. So get up there and throw, throw, throw them dollars. Dude, that is fucking iconic. <laughs> What's up, you sexy motherfuckers? Welcome to another episode of Dumb Blonde. Today, my lady boner is standing at salute right now. Ooh. I've got one of the hottest. Uh, you're a Sarge, right? Yep, Sarge One of the hottest Sarges sitting on on the dumb blonde couch right now combat barbie hey. aka is it rihanna or rihanna either or it's supposed to be rihanna but i'm white so i'm like rihanna <laughs> listen my name's Alyssa, so i hate it. people are like allison alicia and i'm like no i just got to the point where i don't even correct people anymore <laughs> what's up baby how are you Hi, i'm great uh, i can't even talk right now i'm so nervous i'm so excited honestly um been trying to do this for what two, two dude since years? 2019 yeah. we've been trying to get together but you're a far, you're a you're hard to tie down oh, lady. i am sorry no it's good what's been what's been going on so far oh like god just, where do we start <laughs> right well let me let me look into my uh interview i wrote out in 2019 and get some <laughs> notes right here um you were doing traveling back then actually yeah. and you st- you just made a recent move right from oh, vegas god, yes. where are you at now north carolina good old fateville i actually Oops, i'm allowed to cuss on you yeah of course <laughs> This is my yes. This is my show. We encourage cussing. Vietnam is where I live now. But yes. what what was what what was about uh, North Carolina that fucking was like? I gotta move here. So um, Vegas. God, I haven't told anybody. This is the first I've told anybody in the world besides you. You know. Um, yeah. I was really bad on drugs and porn and everything in Vegas, you know, it goes hand in hand there. So I needed to get somewhere so far away from any of that, you know, like weed's illegal in North Carolina. So I was like, yeah. I need to go where I can't even get access to it. In Vegas, my drug dealer lived across the street from me. So I was like, I need to get so far away from the industry, the people, everyone there sucks. I mean, you're from there, you know, everyone's yeah. up, out for themselves and just shitty fucking people. And so I was like, what's so far away, so different? the south and i was like okay why north carolina well i met a stupid army guy there that didn't work out that's why he's fucking stupid but i feel um, like army relationships are so fleeting i feel like the dudes in the army are like hard to deal with yeah but they're fucking hot yeah (laughs) at least you like your own kind though we're gonna touch base on vegas a little bit later but i wanted to let people get to know you a little bit um i was doing some research on you and you did what seven tours or seven years seven years in the marine corps yeah. yeah, tell us about that. Okay, so I'm, not, I'm trying to get emotional. I'm very proud of everything I've done. Um, no, joined please. at 18. Let it all out. Oh, God. <laughs> I said, don't cry till later. Oh, <laughs> crying is good. Listen, we enc- this is a safe space here. We encourage all fucking emotions here. All right, well, you're about to get them all. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I joined at 18. I wanted to get so far from my hometown. You know, come from nothing. 
Um, should I talk about my? Yeah, we could talk about. Uh, let's start. Okay, where'd you grow up? And okay. then we'll get into that. Yeah, because I'm like that's the whole. Yeah. Thing okay. Is, let's so. let's start from the beginning, and then we'll just fucking go from there. Awesome. Thanks. So I grew up in a small town, it's Kerman, California, the very middle of California. So all farms, and actually, it's funny. Um, the only thing I'm proud about about that area is that 70% of America's food comes from the Central Valley in California. So it's literally just farms, and that's it. So one stoplight town. I graduated with like 90 people. Um, but my whole family like lives and dies on that farm. And people are like, oh, you're from a farm. And they think, oh, cutesy. But no, we were fucking broke, like dirt broke. Aww. The only thing we made was raisins. And, um, you know, the company's son made. Yeah. They would buy our raisins and send us a check back. But that's only like 40000 a year. And, you know, 10000 of that goes into the tractors. And- oh, yeah. Running a farm. Yeah. Dude, yeah. it's a lot. Yeah. We didn't realize that until I started doing these episodes on my Patreon called Working Girl. And oh, I yeah, went, I saw that. I went and worked on a farm. And I was like, how do these bitches do this? <laughs> yeah. I was like, hey, this city girl is not made out for this. No, it sucks, man. And my whole family, like five generations, half of them are from Sicily, Italy. The other half are straight from Mexico. So like half my family's illegal and half of them are freaking so <laughs> cartel people. Yeah. <laughs> she uh, said illegal and cartel. Let's uh, save that for later. Now. Yeah, gotcha. But, but seriously, so um, super broke, like had nothing. And then my parents decided, oh, let's just start doing fucking drugs. So they were like on meth mm-hmm. like my entire childhood. So not only like we were working our ass off in the fields, my grandpa was a hard ass. Um, one row of raisins, we had 40 acres. One row would take 10 hours. And every day after school, I don't give a fuck. You're going to do this row, pick Aww. the entire row before you go to sleep. So we didn't have weekends or summer vacations. It was just work, work, work. work. And then I looked around. I was like, I don't want to be any part of this anymore. And, and we were broke, broke. Like we had to choose between keeping the water on or electricity on sometimes. Mm. And so sometimes it was both of them are off. And like, isn't it crazy when as a child that you can be so in tune and know that, hey, these the, the everybody around me is people I don't want to be like. Exactly. That's exactly how I was a, as a child. And I ended up leaving home at 14 and never went back. Damn, that's young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish I could. But I tried so many times to get away. But I've just come right back because there's no, nowhere, yeah, nothing. You, it's hard. You don't know yeah. what to do. Yeah. I so I got a, a, I got a boyfriend like at 15. I would spend most of my time in his house just to get away from like the yeah craziness of my parents and like, but I remember um, we were starving. My mom refused to get on welfare because she's conservative Republican, doesn't want to live off the government, but we're But poor. she'll do meth. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> and I'm like, dude, so she wanted to be on welfare, but we were starving. So I remember uh, going to Vaughn's, which is like, I'd ride my bike all the way to Vaughn's, which is freaking miles down the road, which is our like. Kroger or whatever yeah, yeah, you guys, yeah. I'm from s- the west coast so I know oh, all these go. stores yeah. Like, what the hell is Vons? <laughs> yeah um I, I actually s- loved Vons actually Vons was like more expensive than like Albertsons and Smith's for us yeah but it was the only thing like closest <laughs> to our house so I was like fucking Vons yeah and I don't know if their cameras didn't work or what but I'd be shoplifting every other day there I would fill my whole backpack up with like pop tarts Doritos for me and my sisters to eat food um, and then I got arrested for that. And then, you know, it's just crazy, like, looking back at everything. And we had no clothes at all for school. We'd, I'd wear the same shirt. I'd turn it inside out. Like, and so there was, like, a, a Macy's down there. And I'd ride my bike to Macy's. And what I would do is I'd go in the dressing room, and I would just take a bunch of things to try on and layer them and then put my jacket on and take off running. And that was me and my sister's clothes for school. Like, it was, mm. it was fucking bad. So, um, but it all, you know made me you who seem, I am and you seem like you're close to your parents now how's that relationship yeah so they just got sober about three years ago thank oh, god wow, recently. yeah so and you know it's like at first I was so mad my entire Marine Corps career because I I joined to get the fuck out of there and then I held such a grudge but I'm like you know holding a grudge does me no good and 
forgiveness is oh my god it's yeah it's so it there you can't put a price tag on peace yes exactly that's what i tell everybody because i mean we could all sit here and be pissed off at our parents but honestly our parents weren't raised in a generation where they were taught how to take care of their emotional trauma exactly and and the damage that was done to them so they inflicted it on us and i feel like the generational curses stop with us i feel like we're so strong and we have so much knowledge now that we're like fuck no we're not gonna be like our parents Mm -hmm. we're gonna completely change this around so it's crazy you say that though because me and my brother were just talking about that like how everyone we know all of their parents were in that shitty yep era yeah yeah and now our generation is the one that's got our shit together because we refuse to to live like that well you can either do one of two things you can be just like them or you can be not be like them at all and i think the strong ones not saying the ones that that caved in are weak but we just want a different you know so how old were you when you enlisted in the army 18 so the army or the marines marine corps yeah that's the thing that's a pet peeve for marines were like right yeah no i want to say the right thing because they'll come after me they they've come after me online before no well let me know and i'll fucking come after them (laughs) yeah that's what What made you want to uh get into the marines over like any other like the army the navy and fucking whatever else they have um so yeah i just graduated high school and first off i'm the only one in my fucking family to graduate high school um and not have kids at 15 everyone has kids thank you so i was like i graduated i'm the first to do that so i'm gonna be the first to join the military so i I had nowhere else to go, nothing to do, but I was like, I want to get the fuck out of here and I want to make a difference. So I rode my bike to the recruiting station. I'm always on my freaking little mountain bike. <laughs> you are in shape, motherfucker. <laughs> I can't even ride a bike around the block right now. And I work out all the time. Yeah. Riding a bike, as a kid, you can ride a bike and it's like nothing. You get on a bike fucking after 25 and you're like, how the fuck did I do this every day, all day? Yeah, I like instantly winded. I tried the other day. I was like, I'm yeah. winded. I can't. I can't even walk to the mailbox. I'm out of breath. But Right. Um. Yeah, and then I walked up to the recruiting station and in my hometown, they're all in a row, the Army, the Navy, Marine Corps, and the Air Force, and they all have glass windows, so you could like look in all of them, and then when you're in there, you can look out. So I walked in, and I was like, I'm going to join the Air Force because, you know, who want, who doesn't want to, you know, it's cool, and Be, I'm a girl. fly airplanes and shit. Yeah, so I, I was sitting there in the Air Force recruiter's chair, and he was like having me sign right away. He's like, yeah, let's go, let's do it. You got a high GPA, all this stuff, whatever. Um and then I look past the window and I see out the window there's a Marine walk by in his dress blues. And I was like, oh shit. And just like frozen there. Not because I thought he was hot or anything, but because of like his presence. Fuck. Yeah, he's put together. He's, he's, he's got his shit. T- I'm like, there's something about the Marine Corps uniform. It gives me chills talking about it. I was like, <laughs> I remember You're that proud. day. Yeah, and so I walked out, and I was like, oh, fuck. I'm, I'll be right back. And he's like, no, don't go, because he knew. <laughs> so I walked out. I chased the Marine. I walk up to him. I'm like, hey, how do I become a Marine? And he looked at me. He's like, you want to become a marine and he kind of laughed and i was thinking the same thing he was i'm like yeah i want to become a marine come on and he's like i don't think you can i'm like i want to and i walked in and he's like okay follow me i walked in the office and all the posters and everything on the wall i was like shaking scared and it intimidated me that's why i want to join the marine corps because i didn't think i could nobody else thought i could but i wanted to give it a shot so the rest of my life i wouldn't say like what if yeah you know if i failed i could just join another branch but I was like it scares the fuck out of me and that's why I want to do it so yeah if your dreams don't scare you you're not dreaming big enough exactly yeah exactly so and then I um I didn't care what I did I had nothing I knew nothing about the Marine Corps the ranks and nothing um but I was like sign me up and he's like what do you want I was like well I don't want to be fighting and killing people but I want to be helping the ones that do so I want a desk job and he's like okay easy enough so he made me a supply chief so uh bullets beans band-aids boots that was that was my so your stuff. first fr- like okay tell me <laughs> when did you take off like how are you feeling I took off a week later than that like a wow week, so I, they just like were like bitch you're gone and I had nothing I had nothing in my name nothing to lose nothing I was like let's just do it let's, I've only 
only something to gain. So, um, what did your family say whenever you went oh, home and were like, I'm going to the Marines? My mom cried and my Aww. dad, my stepdad laughed at me and, um, he was Aww. really abusive at the time, you know, you know, meth makes people, you know. Yeah, of course. Um, was he always abusive to you growing always up? Always since I, and he was my stepdad since I was seven. Yeah. And he Aww. was, he used Physical? To get, oh yeah. Not sexual, thank God, but every yeah. other yeah, way you can imagine. God. Like for I mean, seven, abuse is abuse. You don't minimize yeah. it. Emotional right. abuse is, is worse than physical abuse. I feel, and yes. I've had both. So yeah. It's really hard to get over that. He would just, um, so I'm half Mexican and he was, he's full white. So he would get, you know, be like, get in the kitchen and do the dishes. You spick and like, you beaner. And, and then he was, when I'm doing the dishes, he would stand next to me and be like, uh, don't you hate that your eyes are brown? The whole world has brown eyes. You're not special. And I want to cry right now. He's like, don't you hate that your hair is black? My real hair color is black. It's Me probably, too. That's I'm, probably I'm Brazilian. I'm Brazilian and white nice. trash. So yeah, I get it. Yeah. And he, but he would whisper that in my ear like, don't you hate your, your hair's black? You're not fucking special. Did, You're not pretty. Did your mom know that? She just let him because if she said anything like, leave him alone, he'd start beating her ass. So we would, she would just let him. And you know, drugs and shit. He, yeah. Yeah. So I was mad at her my whole life for that. Like, how could you let a man do that to your children? But um, I had an abusive stepmom. Wow. So I get it. Yeah. I, to- I, I like- left home because of the abuse. Wow. Yeah. It's it's different whenever especially yeah. especially can't talk when you're a child you want to be able to love and trust your parents and you yep. want their approval so bad. Oh yeah. Even if they're not if, if they're a parental figure, they don't even have to be blood, you know? Yep. So to have a step parent that doesn't even that isn't even related to you tell you these things about yourself yeah. has got to be just so heartbreaking. Yeah, I never got told. That's why I love Marilyn Rope. Everyone thinks it's so cliche, but she said I was never told I was pretty growing up and every child should be told they're pretty. Yeah. So like I kind of it made me into this I am now I yeah. you know in the approval of the world because of I never got it from it's crazy as, as an adult everything we look for we, all our actions are based off of what we didn't get as a kid as a child yeah yeah I never got that good job or like you're pretty or you're worth something I'm gonna cry right now sorry no it's okay <sighs> it's okay to cry they say that when you cry dude it's just a release yeah. and it's like <laughs> I don't know I fucking wish I could cry more I'm the, I went the opposite <laughs> way I'm like a fucking cold stone cold killer yeah. and fucking when I can cry it's <laughs> like fucking Niagara Falls dude Aww. and it's like ugly cry like Kim K, Kim K ugly cry I'm trying to fuck my makeup up if you weren't so far away and we didn't have these microphones in front of you I would stand up and hug you oh thank you <laughs> I hate that for oh, you later. I totally uh you know it's when you meet um kindred spirits you can just see their inner child you know yeah. and that's why you are the way you are though that's why you're so uh very positive and upbeat and stuff like that because as a child you were tore down so much oh yeah but I think it's beautiful that you've you. turned that around and you didn't become a victim. Yeah, that's why I don't. That's when I told myself before I walked in here, I'm like, don't talk about the sad. But you know what? It's part of my story. That's and it, part made, of, yeah. it made me strong. But I also, my whole life, I'm like, uh, it's made me. I don't know if I have like a, not a God complex because I don't think I'm a narcissist, but like um, an alpha a chip on my shoulder because mm-hmm. I have, I had to be strong. So I'm like, I don't want to be weak. I don't want to be the victim. But sometimes, you know, it gets me into situations where I'm like, it's pushed people away that I've loved. I've been married mm-hmm. three fucking times in military dudes. But we'll, I was we'll get like, into that too. Yeah. <laughs> I've been married three times too. But oh, my. <laughs> yeah. Nice. It's because we're looking for love yeah. in all the wrong places. You know, it's just yeah. like you said, as a child. Yeah. So let's get back on track to you telling your mom that you're oh, leaving yeah. for the Marines. She cried. My Step dad dad didn't believe in you. No, he said, I'll see. Where's he- your real dad? Oh, um, we don't know. So I do. Okay. So he's straight from Mexico, Michoacan, okay. Mexico, which is like cartel center. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, so he was in and out of my life the whole time. My mom got with him. She told me I wanted to be with the bad boy. Mm. So she's like, I love him. And I asked my dad, he'll call me every now and then I'll ask him like, 
you know, if you talk to mom, he's like, you know, every now and then I'll always love her, but we can't be together. My mom tells me the same thing. I'll always love him, but we can't be together. Yeah. So he's still out there doing his thing. But, right. Uh, yeah, I can't really say much about that. But yep. uh, he loves me. He called me when I got the cover of Playboy and he's like, baby, is it true what your mom said? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, and you weren't even naked? And I wasn't naked on purpose because I just got them required <laughs> stickers on my nipples. Yeah. But props to the girls that are. Or yeah. That do. Um, and he's like, you know what? I'm fucking proud of you. And Aww. my real dad, t- I'm like, okay, okay. Your dad's <laughs> proud that you're in Playboy. Okay. That's so. all that we search for. Yes. So oh, you left a week later. Yes. Well, um, wanted to say, I know I'm bouncing around. I talk a lot. No, you're but good. My stepdad laughed and then he spit a loogie, went and spit it right in my face. He's always does that. And he said, see you in a week when you fail, bitch. So the whole time I was in boot camp. What is wrong with that guy? That gave me goosebumps. He's just like, a piece a of shit. He doesn't, he doesn't want women. He wants power. He wants every, you know, and I have two sisters. So it's like us four girls, us three girls, my mom, he just would like to tear down and make himself feel like something. Like, yeah. But yeah. And I was like, okay. And I wiped it off and I just, I never showed reaction. I learned don't show reaction. I'm a fucker. The minute you do. Oh yeah. He they just own keeps you. Going. React yeah, and, he, and they own you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He would keep, like smile. And so I didn't show him anything. I'm like, all right. Just walked away and grabbed my bag and never looked back and uh yeah didn't go back home for years i think it was like four or five years i was like no nah, i'm not gonna go home so. okay so what was that like what yeah. did you do you got on a bus yeah well um walk us through i rode my bike process. again with my backpack <laughs> to the recruiting station and uh i walked in there and he's like you're early and i'm like yeah i need to go i need to go now and he's like all right i'll drive you to sacramento which is like the meps what does it even stand for military examination process system i don't know but mm-hmm. it's where they get you ready to be shipped off so he drove me to sacramento from my hometown which was like two and a half hours um and a nice cadillac too in his uniform and he's like Aww. and he he was so he was so awesome he told me he's like you can have a cadillac one day you, you can you can be me you can do this like don't let anybody tell you otherwise and i was like okay thank you and he's like you can fucking do it like he just kept giving me pep talks Aww. we get there I'm scared you needed that too and that time oh yeah i had nobody it like to tell me you know so Go i was girl. like yeah the marines did that for me and i was like wow okay like you actually so i get there and they make you strip down butt naked and do the craziest tests and meps like what is you, it what do you gotta do they make you do the duck walk naked like why like <laughs> You know what I'm saying on the floor? In front of dudes or just all girls? No, it's all girls in one section and dudes in the other room. But I'm like, what are we doing? Like the weirdest shit. Like, and they make you describe every every scar. And like, um, in high school, I used to have. Well, obviously, I was really depressed, so I used to try to you know find outlets. I used to burn stuff and onto me. Like I burned mm-hmm. safety pins on my stomach to be like cool. I don't know. I just did stuff to like to feel something. I That's where your where all the emo music comes yes, in. Yes, I was a rocker. I was never. I'm always a rocker too. Yeah. I was never into the the self infliction because I'm too vain. But mm. I fucking love me some emo music. Yeah, dude. That's my shit. Yeah, that's why I always notice your music is the same taste as mine. I know. I'm like we're so similar. I love yeah. That. Yeah, and then I burned this one on my hand. I tried to burn a peace sign in my hand. So the Marine Corps was like, uh, "What? what's that? And she was like running it down. I was like, oh, I burned my hand on a carburetor. I don't know. I just said that because you, <laughs> yeah. can't, you can't say that you used to hurt yourself and stuff like that. It's crazy. The is, Marine the, Corps, is the Marines pretty tough the, against the, the like... The strictest, like the strictest, is that a word? Strict, mm-hmm. Most strict. The, the most strict, yeah. <laughs> strictest. I think strictest is a word though, isn't it? I've always said that. <laughs> we don't We don't have, we're not the grammar Nazis here, so don't worry about it. <laughs> okay because i'm like a dumb blonde podcast I'm no, you're fine we know <laughs> you're not a dumb blonde and everybody on here knows i'm not a dumb blonde so we're good yay 
Okay, yeah. What was I saying? Fuck. Uh, that you told them that you burnt this on a carburetor. Yeah, and then they're like, okay, good. Oh, um, you can't have ever said that you broke a bone. You can't ever have wow. done one drug or drank alcohol, not even once. I don't know why. Like, and he's the recruiter was like, do people like that really exist? I don't know, but we gotta. You gotta lie to them. Yeah. And they put <laughs> they put you at a table under a light, like interrogation. They're like, have you ever broke a bone? And I was like, no. Have you ever did drugs? Have you ever smoked weed? Have you ever drank alcohol? I was like, no. Have you ever got arrested? No. Um, even though all that was wrong. But I, right. I was like, they can't look back that far in my records. And that's what the recruiter was like. They can't look back. So just tell them no. Um, and Did you like, ever have a drug habit as a child? No. Okay. And I just, just because you saw how your parents oh, were. Oh, yeah. I promised myself. I remember um, hiding in a closet one time. My parents were like, beating each other's asses and breaking everything in the house. They were just high. Mm. I hid my sisters in the closet with me and I like covered their eyes. And I was like, promise me you guys will never do drugs. Like, promise me. And we would, we just cried and hugged each other. And, and they promised me. And I'll never forget that. But then, you know, life gets crazy and trauma happens. Yeah. So, but um, no, never did drugs, but always fucking, I would like chug NyQuil. I would fucking. Um, mm, I love my, a good NyQuil sleep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my friend had like Norco's. She stole from her mom. Oh, we yeah. like crush them up and snort them and shit. So yeah. It, has drugs, anybody ever but... tried to snort a fucking Loratab? Do you know how much powder <laughs> that is? I've tried it before too. My thing was Xanax and fucking Loratab. So oh, I damn. get it. I tried to snort everything you could think of. Yeah. I used to snort Xanox too, but snort, Fuck. snorting a fucking blue Loratab is so much powder. Jesus. Like you can't fucking snort it all. Norco's were a little bit smaller, but the blue ones, the hydrocodones were fucking brutal <laughs> been through some shit but that was the only like drug i had touched as a kid i guess and then i'd obviously smoke cigarettes any time i could fucking find one but mm. um yeah so i lied to the recruiter about or the meps people about that so if they're listening now well there's nothing they can do about it now yeah that, but i mean i'm sure they know everybody's lying yeah they have to Come know on. that yeah yeah but they just want to see like how how bad you want to be there and what know. year was this um 2011 okay yeah so and then I passed a little test somehow, some way, and then um, they're like, all right, we're putting you on a bus, taking you to Paris Island, or putting you on a bus, taking you to the airport, and then flying you to Paris Island. That was the first time I've ever been on an airplane. Paris Island? Yeah, South Carolina. Oh, okay. It's actually a little island. I didn't believe it was true. I was like, there's no way there's a fucking island just for Marines there. It's literally just its own little island there on the border of South Carolina. Yeah. Um, And at the time, now it's like they're integrated. So at the time, everybody lives on the West Coast. All dudes go to... uh, MCRD San Diego for their training and all females no matter where you live have to go to Paris Island but now it's finally like if you live on the west you go to the so it's yeah. finally integrated now after all these years but yeah so first time on an airplane I was fucking nervous no one in my family's ever been on an airplane I was like well if I die now at least I got out of my hometown <laughs> <laughs> right so yeah I get there fucking just fucking three months it's the longest boot camp too out of all the um, what was boot camp like brutal Fuck. you know how evil bitch i should say bitches women can be right yeah imagine when so is it all women there's no dudes yep, there yeah oh my god is everybody horny banging each other N- no because they give you okay it's that's weird. what i mean that three months without dick i'd be like fuck no, this no it's like it's i mean i'm married now so i'm used to it but <laughs> it's nuts and it's funny because they say too that they put stuff in the food there to make you not horny and make you like they put all the, all kinds of like wow. shit in your food to make you um see that you never poop you're always constipated i think i pooped like once a week i know that's t- no that's i i fucking yeah that's and crazy that they to make you stop your period birth control inside of the food too like all how kinds is that legal of, it's the government they own you you're part of government property once you sign those papers so. wow i never knew that they do mm-hmm. that to you guys yeah. that well, is all kinds of stuff to make you is everybody going crazy there no so the stuff i don't know what's in it but it makes you very um controllable yeah you're just a zombie kind of like i'm just i don't know what the fuck 
Obviously, they don't tell you what it is? No. But then, too, when you first get there, you all stand in a line. And there's people, I would say at least, um, well, it has to be even number. So 10 people, like two on each side. You walk through and you just step forward one step, get shots in two arms. Step forward, get shots in two arms. Step t- Do they tell you what the shots are? No. Nope. And you're not allowed to ask? Mm-mm. Oh my god, so, I, my anxiety could never. Yeah, I have panic just, attacks and shit. There's no way. Did it make you feel weird or anything? Oh yeah, one of them was called the peanut butter shot. So they say because it was so thick and they shot in your ass. You had to sit on the floor and roll around on your ass. So all of us like they make you do it for thirty minutes. Otherwise, it'll make a big old mass on your ass. Oh, who knows? Like um, shit. There was a, one that they shot right in your belly button because a lot of Marines were going to Japan at the time, and you know they have SARS disease. SARS disease. In, Is that like, like COVID? SARS? SARS? I guess it like it's attacks your intestines and just makes you shit yourself till you die. It's like oh, in the, it's my God. Asian countries. Yeah. So a lot of Marines are going to Japan. So they're like, just in case you go to uh, Japan, they shoot it right in your belly button into your intestines. And I'm like, dude, what? Like, so if if there's a SARS epidemic here, I guess I'm good. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, my God. You poor baby. So. All right. So three months in fucking boot camp. What was your first day like? uh, So what they do at first to see if you really want to stay there, they try to break you. So you have no sleep and no food for three days. Oh, my God. And they that's you're at this point, you're delirious. You're seeing things. You're like, what? And you're just beaten down and they're running how do you back they keep and forth you up because they want to see who who wants to stay or not so they um did a statistic no like how do they keep you up just oh, screaming just at you? constantly and then coming and shaking you they're allowed to touch you shake you scream in your face like you're fucking disgusting bitch like the craziest the worst things you could ever like people they would look at me because i'm i was the skinniest one there and they're like and i had blonde streaks still left in my hair and stuff um and they made me dye it black while i was in there they're like no and they threw a box of hair dye dye your fucking hair like and i'm like okay like but they would look at me and they're like all of them would gang up me, all three drone searchers are like, you're the tiniest bitch here. You think you're going to fail. We think you're going to fail. Everyone thinks you're going to fail. Your family back home thinks you're going to fail. You're going to fucking fail. And they would tell Aww. you this shit every day in your face, like spitting on you. And I'm like, I would just be like in my head, fuck you. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. So after three days of no sleep and food, um, they had to have everybody, we sit at a table. We all put our heads down at this big table and they say, uh, who wants to leave? Raise your hand. No one will judge you. So everyone... So we don't know who's raising their hand and like 70% of the people left. So they did a statistic or a study. It's so like, they do let you leave. If, after the third day. But then wow. you're other than honorable discharge technically. But you're wow. allowed to walk out and they're like, all right, we're going to tell you this at the beginning and right at the end and see who. And it's crazy. One out of every, I think it's 40,000 people that actually go through that make it to become a Marine. So that's why it's the few, the proud, you know. The, right. But I, I had nothing to lose. And I was like, I'm not going back to that hellhole that I'm from. So I'm going to push through no, ma- no matter what. Like, I, no matter what. And I've been through some shit before. Like, my stepdad used to fucking pull us out of bed at 3 a.m. when he was drunk and start kicking, beating us. And so mm. I'm like, whatever. If I could do that, I could do boot camp. Like, right. At least you're on your own. That's how you yep, felt. Yep. Yep. So... Yeah, I, I looked up. Well, after we we're done, a bunch of people left the room, and there was only like twenty of us left. We're like, uh, "Is this right?" Like, they would and then merge platoons. They had three platoons at once. So then we made a platoon of sixty, and it's all the people left over after everyone decided to leave. So there's sixty of us, and at the end there was forty of us. So it's like it's, it's you know, it's crazy. But um, three months of hell. So. So you stayed in there for seven years. Mm-hmm. Does it get easier? Oh, so. <laughs> This is the thing. Once you earn that title, you're not treated, you're not cussed at. They can't cuss at you or spit on you or treat you like shit, tell you what to, I guess treat you like shit, but you're, you're, an, you're an adult. You're a Marine at that point once you get the title. Um, but it's different. 
right before we graduated my journal surgery, I'll never forget they sat us down and at this point we're Marines so they're talking to us like humans and it's Aww. we started crying because we're like they're actually talking to us like we're we are fucking I want to cry for you guys <laughs> god that's they, fucking emotional yeah but they're female Marines and she's like uh they would tell us only five percent of the Marine Corps at the time only five percent of the Marine Corps is female Marines and no matter what you do and this was the day before we graduated no matter what you do so we get our EGA like a week before we graduate so we're Marines for a week with them but she said, no matter what you do, you can be the fastest runner, you can do the most pull-ups, you could be the best at your job. You're looked at as one of three things. You're either a slut or you're a fucking bitch or you're a dyke. So pick one because no matter what you do, the males are going to label you as one. So fucking pick one now. Right. And obviously I'm not a dyke. Well, I'm, I'm into girls now, but I, I don't look like, you know, <laughs> right. and I'm not a bitch. So right. I was like, they're going to think I'm a slut because I'm pretty-ish, you know, yeah. at the time. Like, and that was my whole entire career. It was, I'd walk in the room, good morning, Sergeant Sugar Tits. And I, and it, it's the guys, so you have to laugh it off. Like, huh, fuck you. The minute you act like you're upset, they're like, this is why girls shouldn't be in the Marine Corps. You're fucking crybabies. You're weak. So you have to always, my drone surgeon taught me that, like, no matter what you do, never show them weakness never because you have to work twice as hard to be looked at as twice as less. And I was the fastest runner in my battalion. I got, uh, I did 20 pull-ups. That's, that's hundred points for males. I used to be on my shit. Um, I was the highest shooter in my entire regiment and they would still be like, whose dick you suck to get that award? It didn't I matter what that. I did. That yeah. was my entire Marine Corps career. So, uh, when yeah. did combat Barbie come oh, God. into play? Right away. Really? So, okay. So that's, yeah. so did you dub yourself that or did other people dub you that? I, I took it and ran with it because, um, so I don't want to give this website any fucking recognition cause fuck them. They talk so much shit about service members, especially females, but I joined and I, um, it was when I first got to my unit and I got the highest shooter in my entire regiment, the shooting badge. And I was fucking proud. I took a picture next to it and I had, um, we're allowed yeah, to have French tip. you fucking earned that. Thank you. My nails are ratchet right now. But I took a picture next to it and I had, you know, streaks and French tip. And I posted it on my Facebook, but it was public and I didn't know that people were going to take it and fucking slander me all over the internet. This website took it and they're like, yeah, let me guess. She banged every dude to get this award. There's no way a female can shoot like this. They spread it all over the internet like wildfire. I, I remember I went from like... And I had an Instagram at the time. I had 300 followers. It went to like 9,000 the next day. And I was like, what's happening? I didn't, I Isn't couldn't. it crazy how the internet just craves yep. chaos? Yeah. Like you could do, so you could really be like, you were the best shooter. Yep. And that gets overlooked because somebody was talking shit. Yep. You know, like people just thrive on fucking other people's drama. Yeah. And I, I was 18 years old at the time. Like I, I didn't, I didn't know how to take it. I've never been like online or like bullied online. I've been bullied in person, but I was like, what the fuck? And I, I'm like, I can't like confront this person. They're online. Um, oh, I know. I Trust me, I deal with it every fucking day. Yeah, it's, I, I mean, still I, do. I'm sure you do oh, too. Oh yeah, there's nothing anyone could say that I haven't heard before. And when it's try created, marrying a 500 pound dude, <laughs> literally really? all People day long, should've... I get told you're with him for his money. You're a gold digger. Mm-hmm. You're this. You're that. And that's why I started this podcast because I, I wanted to have a voice to where I could tell people my story and yeah. girls like you that could come on where people just go and see your profile and they think oh she's a pretty girl she probably fucked her way to the top yeah. no they they get to hear your backstory you Thank know you. And that's I exactly that. why i started this it's empowering i love that i remember um it was actually like a year or two ago i watched like all your early episodes and mm-hmm. i could sit there for hours and watch them and i'm like and on your youtube and everything oh, i'm like thank you yeah, it was awesome. Um, so this website took your picture. Oh, yeah. Posting you went, everywhere. And they're like, who the fuck So you started going is? viral from it? Yep. Okay. All over the internet, all over Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Facebook I, is I, the worst. Yeah. I feel like they're worse than TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> People on Facebook are just, they wake up mad. Fuck. At the world. I feel like it's all older, like older generation too on there too. So they don't understand anything. Like, yeah. I don't know, but. For sure. 
Sorry, my nose is running. It's snowing outside. I did not do cocaine, just for the record. But no, you're I keep good. going like this, and I'm like, <laughs> oh no, my nose is literally dripping over here too. I just haven't wiped it. Like I have post nasal yeah. drip so bad from this fucking weather. Look at me. I didn't yeah. even get dressed today because I'm just like, what's the point of trying to look cute in snow? You look cute uh, though. I appreciate Always. you. So yeah, um, just for the record, I'm not on drugs. I've been sober since North Carolina, but my nose. Oh yeah, is we're gonna get running. there. You just have such a beautiful story that I just want to paint every Aww. thing that you've been through, so that people, when they, you get to the end, people can be like, wow, you Thank know. You. I appreciate that and I bounce around a lot I think I have ADHD I'm not sure yet they haven't done you're fine I do too so I'm not worried about it and believe it or not it all comes together in podcasts like it it really does like when you when you listen back you're gonna be like holy shit I really told my whole fucking story um so after you went viral on uh all these platforms did that's when they started calling you combat Combat barbie Barbie. yeah okay I think the first one was battlefield barbie and I was like you know I should have ran with that and then someone said oh yeah I'd like to have her save me in combat this little bitch Whoa, combat Barbie. And I fucking hated it. Yeah. I hated it. And it went, that went viral. And I was like, what the fuck? And I was 18 and I was trying to get respect from the Marines, trying right. my, working my ass off to be one of the dudes and, and show them that I'm worth something. I remember walking into the chow hall and uh, everyone's like, look, it's combat Barbie. Ha ha ha. And everyone's pointing, laughing. I got so embarrassed. I broke out in hives and I was like, what oh, the fuck? From so the I, stress. Went, I went to the hospital and then my commander's like, yeah, we saw this stuff online. Just stay in your barracks room for a few days. Like, let's just let it cool off. And I'm like, what? I need to go to work. They're like, just stay in your room. So I was like, okay. While I was in my room, I deactivated all my social media. I was like, no, they need to respect me. I'm a Marine. I'm not a laughing stock. I'm not a whore. I'm not a slut. I'm not all these things they're calling me. At the time, I only slept with one fucking guy in my high school love. I'm like, I'm not a fucking. They kept calling me walking mattress because I'm pretty. I, mm. I was like, you know, I only slept with one guy. Fuck these motherfuckers. So I deactivated everything. And then I was laying there on the second day. I think it was like maybe the third day in the morning. I woke up and I was like, no. No, I'm going to be strong and I'm going to accept my story and who yeah. I am and I'm not going to let them hide. I like to, I like to post things. I'm like, I'm not going to let them fucking do this to me. So I was like, I am the combat Barbie. Fuck you guys. So yeah. I reacted all this shit and I changed my name to combat Barbie. I was like, how can you make fun of me if I fucking like it? Yeah. <laughs> and then and then they were pissed. You take away people's power. Yeah. That's why I named the podcast Dumb Blonde. I because love that. people look at you, look at us like we're dumb blondes and really it's just tongue in cheek. It's like, no motherfucker, there's so <laughs> much more to me. But yeah. you wanna call me that? Cool. I'll own it. Yeah, that makes you feel better, warm and fuzzy inside. Okay. Yep. So yeah, I fucking owned it, and I just went with that, and they were pissed. It went viral again, and I was like, fuck it, I like it. And that, from then, I was like, I fucking like, I am the kind of Barbie. I am who I am. Fuck you. Yeah. I am girly, and I'm a Marine. Yeah. And I th- and you're just a badass. Thank you. Yeah. But so- I just, you know, and then a lot of magazines and, and websites and stuff at the time. Um, I was never in a magazine until a few years ago, but a lot of websites were like, check out the Combat Barbie and... You know, it, with every good article comes a lot of hate. And I was oh, just like, yeah. fuck it. I don't care. That's who I am. So. So were you modeling too while you were in the Army? Not the Army. I'm so sorry. <laughs> while you were in the Marines? <laughs> okay. No, I was not allowed. I remember one time I first got my boobies done the first time. I saved my deployment money and I took leave. So the Marines wouldn't know because I don't want them to like talk shit about me. Oh, she's getting her boobs done, you know? Right. The guys. So I took my 30 days paid vacation a year, took the 30 days off, spent my deployment money from Afghanistan to get my boobies done. And I had nothing because I'm skinny. I literally had just nipples, like a negative A cup. No. So I got like well, a. Your rack looks bodacious now, baby. <laughs> Thank you. I'm about to get them done again. I want them bigger. <laughs> no, I love them. <laughs> yeah, two boob jobs later. But um, yeah, I got like a tiny little A just so I had something there. And I took a picture with a little bikini on the beach and I posted it to my Instagram and the Marines called me to their office, my Sergeant Major, who the fuck do you think you are? You cannot be posting a picture in a bikini. And I'm like, I am a I feel female. like they're so outdated. Yeah. In it's their the good beliefs. old boys club. Yeah. It, that's what I, I wrote a poem about that. I actually write poetry. Um, the good old boys club. And I'm not, I didn't say the Marine Corps in it directly, but everyone knows like 
it's like the culture is like the 70s and they're like i would literally like bend down for something they come up smack my ass like good morning toots like yeah. and everybody would laugh it's like the culture is like an old it's just like everything the world is evolving but but the military stays the yeah. same yeah. i don't understand that why why are they not held to because a they, different standard they're all boys like i would t- go to my sergeant major's office i was like hey we were just running right now and I'm, after my boob job i was like running with the marines i was in the front some marine reached over shook my titty i heard they were fake while we're running i'm like fucking stop well i go tell my sergeant major hey my titty just got grabbed i appreciate it like i'm not grabbing dudes dicks i'm not like what if it was your daughter or your wife he's like I understand. Um, we're just going to sweep this under the rug because it's going to make us look bad. It's going to make the Marine Corps look bad. So I'm just going to move you sections from him for a little bit so you guys can cool off. And I'm like, that's I how I feel it, like that's, the, there's so much swept under the rug in oh the yeah. military. Because they want the, the military to look good to the American public, you know, but it's but like. But we all know the shit that goes on now, yeah. you know, like the, their shit's been blown off the roof many a times and there's a yeah. lot of uh, domestic uh, viol- uh, domestic violence and domestic abuse yeah. in there you said you got married three times was that while you were on yeah, <laughs> yeah God, okay. you're a woman after my own heart <laughs> so what is dating first of all what is dating like in the military um it's like non-existent because when you meet someone you think they're hot and you want to bang or whatever um you're so desperate to get out of the barracks and the barracks you're in like it's a little gel cell basically it's this tiny it's tinier than half of this room this room's pretty big but it's a t- it's brick walls actually too it's just cold you have like one little cot and it's uncomfortable and you know the water in every barracks room is like brown it's just shitty Ew. and you're just it's just horrible. There's cockroaches. I think there's flying cockroaches, and we called it the crack house, the barracks at Kent Pendleton. Yeah, we live in the crack house. Ceiling's leaking. So when you get married, though, they pay you, like, freaking 2000 if you're, like, a private or a Lance Corporal, but a lot more to be married. And so, and then you get a house and on-base housing and all this stuff. And um, so it's such a rush to get married. So if you see someone you like and they're hot, you're like, let's both get out of here. Let's break free from the barracks. You get oh, married. Gotcha. They call it a contract marriage. It's like you, you're not in love, but you're doing it so you guys can get more money and have a better life. So wow. It's it's pretty sad because you know soldiers don't get paid shit. Like I was getting paid five hundred dollars every two weeks for my first like two years in the Marine Corps. It was it was bad. Wow. Yeah. But How at least did, I was able to have a free little barracks room. But it wasn't. So. When you know. um. So you got so you ended up getting married and getting out of the barracks or yep. whatever. And how how was that? Did it work out? Obviously it didn't. But like, did it work <laughs> out for did it work out for a while? Or did, was it just like one of those things that happened and then it was over? So my first marriage, I don't regret. The rest, the other two, I'm like, yeah, it was pretty shitty, stupid idea. But the first one, I don't. It was to my high school sweetheart. Aww. So we got married. Was um, he in the Marines also? So he joined and he yeah, but he got hurt. He like hurt his back, so he was like discharged medically so i was like you know what we he's the only guy i ever slept with at the time and i was like I love and he's you. from your hometown mm-hmm. our mamas were friends our bro- my brother's his best friend so yeah. um yeah we we got married and he but then you know he was a stay-at-home husband i guess because he got hurt so mm. um but that was his dream to become a marine and i kind of like went with it too but i know dudes are all about their ego but it started to get to the point where i'd come home with the wards and stuff and he'd be like well how did you get that why did you get that so everything that mm. i was getting told online he was starting to tell me in person yep and he's like i came home with my green belt and marine corps martial arts and i had to get my ass beat like you got to get your ass beat to get a martial arts belt like i'm just getting beat up for weeks bloody i broke my nose like three times like just scabs sores everywhere and i came home and i was like i finally got my green belt like finally and he's like who'd you sleep with to get that it's oh so he started saying that shit to me and i'm like 
fuck, Yeah, man. it's like you have to you have to go out in the world and fight dragons. Yeah. You don't have to fight them when you get home. Yep. Everybody online, everybody at work, and now my own husband. So I was like, yeah. fuck. And then one day uh, I was like, I'm getting promoted to corporal, which is a big deal in the Marine Corps. It's NCO. Yeah, that so, was my next question. Like, when did you start moving up the ranks? Yeah, well, pretty fast because my, my scores, not, I wouldn't say super fast, but but faster than normal, I guess, because it was my dream to be the first female sergeant major. There's still to this day never been a female sergeant major. And I was like, if we're going to wow. change this shit show, yeah, you're going to do it from the top down. Like, you got to be in charge because n- nobody gives a fuck. You have to be in charge. So I was like, I'm going to be the first female sergeant major ever. I have chills talking about mm-hmm. it because... Because you're proud. And I wanted that. And I still do. But um, Own that shit. Something happened to me at the end of my tour. I don't want to really get into that. But uh, I mean, you can play this part. But um, what? How, can you tell what happened? Um, It was... I did take, not just take a deep breath. And yeah. Take your time. <laughs> Something really bad happened to me um, by someone that was in charge of me. Um, I hear about this all the time. Yeah. Like I've read so much stuff about this where it's people in, that are in yeah. higher rankings yep. that are the top dog. So nobody, on, you know. Yeah. Um, and there's nothing anybody can do about it because they're so yep. high up, you know. But I'd be damned. And I try to tell everybody. And then I finally wrote what the, happened. I don't want to. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. I'm not. I don't want to be a victim. And but you know what? Maybe who I am. It's not. It's not about you being a victim. Yeah. It's about telling the story so that people who are going through it know that there there's so much more life. That's what I because I was in a severely abusive relationship. I never drop his name, but I always tell my story because it helps so many other women. You yeah. know, not that I'm f- forcing you to talk about it, but whenever you are ready, you should definitely talk about it because it's you're gonna. You. Not only are you gonna heal yourself, you're gonna help heal other women who are going through it too yeah so you guys you went through like a really hard time and something happened something out of my control but you know to this day I'm like I'm not even mad about it because it made me strong and I'll be fucking damned if that ever happens to me again or if I ever let anyone brush it off as if it's nothing so I the command wasn't doing anything so I wrote the fucking commandant of the Marine Corps the commandant of the Marine Corps and that's the highest in the Marine Corps and he was like okay and I you know um showed him all the evidence that I had got and everything and he's like all right uh he flew down from Quantico Virginia to Paris Island South Carolina and he was like you can stay in and finish your contract you have a year left because every every enlistment's four years so I was supposed to do eight because I did four signed up for another four that's why I got out at seven he's like or you can get out tomorrow and you'll get benefits the rest of your life I said get me the fuck out you cannot Aww. nothing will ever make me I mean you held up seven years is a long fucking time to Thank be in the, uh, to be in the fucking military so it's not like you just fucking quit day two you like yeah. you earned your stripes I wanted to be female sergeant major um it's sad but you know what I it's not my battle to fight. I feel like I don't want to discourage people, but no, you're it's not such a because everyone's like, you should have stayed and fought. Be the change you wish to see. But I'm like, it's it's so hard when you won against literally an entire army. It's so hard. It's like you mm-hmm. there's got to be some change, but there needs to be a lot of people to rise up and change the culture and stand together because um, it's it's hard for one person to carry all that weight. The day I got out, the weight was lifted. I'm like, it's not my battle to fight. I always say we're powerful in numbers. Yeah. Because we, we really are. Yeah. So you got out of um, the, <laughs> the military. Yes. What happens next? Like, oh, how did you feel the first night that you were, like, home? Did you go back to California? No, I went to my third husband, so I got married a few times. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> I've been married. We've all been there. <laughs> 
but dude i'm like <laughs> my mom was like dude you have trophies on your wall you married a dude from every branch the marines the army and <laughs> the air force i'm just looking for navy so if you hear this out there <laughs> yeah navy is sliding the dm you're a sailor in a, no, <laughs> i heard navies are that they are fucking dirty boys oh, out God. there because they're you know they're on boats so they have to hire all the hookers from oh, when, yeah. when they dock oh, and yeah, shit like that ports. yeah that's yeah. true every port they go they all get diseases yep. and smell their money yep. and shit. that's what i've heard well it sounds like a fun time <laughs> <laughs> nothing scares her getting those dms boys <laughs> oh my god um <laughs> As long as it's curable. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, don't give us any lifelong fucking no diseases, please. Shit, please, God, I've been 29 years. I'm good. But yeah. Yeah, so my Air Force husband, he was actually stationed in North Dakota, which, by the way, I was getting PTSD today because I was like, it reminded me of North Dakota. It's just snow everywhere. Oh, no. Because everything was snowed in. Everything was shut down. Oh, I it hate was it. It's fucking bad. Like, I feel so claustrophobic and trapped in yeah. snow. You know, like you Still can't. crazy. Yeah. And I can't get any delivery last night. Fucking. <laughs> you poor thing. I ate a fucking Reese's Pieces. She literally flew in the middle of a snowstorm. Like I tried to hit her the night before and tell her like, hey, they might cancel your. We are still baffled that your fucking plane did not get canceled. Like we're know. like, how in the fuck did they fly th her through that? You know, like that's kind of scary. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. They I didn't mean, give a shit. So you went home to your Air Force husband. North Dakota. Yeah. Yeah. That lasted all of seven months. I think God damn that was bad because it's we had, we had a long distance relationship or marriage i should say yeah we'd fly to each other and it was like the honeymoon stage and then we yeah just, you know you never really know someone so you live with them oh yeah and for I sure every so day too that's yeah. like yeah that's really getting to know somebody yeah when so. did you start modeling how oh, did so, that come about so after that marriage blew up in my face i'm like well here we go again i'm like what do i do now because i literally got out of the marine corps I was living off of him. I started going to college there. By the way, um, first family to go to college. I got. A, I just want to say it because I'm proud. I got a uh, scholarship at the University of North Dakota based on my GPA. Yay. So I want to say that because people are like, oh, she's fucking stupid. I'm like, no, I got a scholarship. You're I'm like, no, stupid. motherfucker, I am not a dumb blonde. Yes. So um, I went to school there a little bit. Still broke, though. Had no money, but I was like, at least I'm out of the fucking military. That blew up. And then I'm like, I'm just going to drop out of college. I'll pick back up on it later or whatever, online or something. And I called my mom and I was like, well, mom another divorce and I have no plan and she's like come home baby it's time to come home like after all these years in the Marine Corps come the fuck home and I'm like okay but I obviously couldn't live with her because she's still with my you know abusive stepdad and right. so I was like well who do I live with and she's like your brother you know he has a nice house my brother did well for himself because like he go, said brother, this, go. this generation mm -hmm. we have we have to get our shit together because we have we don't have parents we can lean mm -hmm. on or so it's just us so he's like sis I'm coming to get you I'm like Aww. what he flew all the way that was his first time on an airplane too flew to North Dakota Pick me up and he's like and i'll beat that motherfucker's ass if he says a word to me i'm like thanks brother <laughs> he helped me pack my shit and we um i had two jeeps at the time a jeep wrangler and a jeep grand cherokee and then um because i I have a thing. I'm like, I have to keep cars forever because I didn't have shit growing up. I don't know. I'm like that too. I hoard yeah. everything. Yeah. I'm like, I have clothes from high it? school. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Like I'm so weird about shit like I that. I don't know what, like memories. I'm like, it's a broken down ass fucking, <laughs> but I'm like, I got to keep it. It's my first car. I have yeah. to. Um, so we took the two Jeeps, somehow made it across country in the worst blizzard in like 35 years. Mm. It was. Seems it was, to be your thing, <laughs> traveling in snow. <laughs> I know. Okay, it's weird. Every time I travel somewhere, the wet, it like rains or snows. Yeah. I'm like, am I a bad no woman? No, no, like, no, not okay. at all. Okay, I'm like, everywhere. I don't know, but. So then I live in my brother's house, but he has four kids. Well, three kids, I should say. Sorry, not four. They're trying to have four. But no. um, he, I call it a little closet because it was so small. It was like a little tiny. His office was a side room. And I remember twin-size bed in there and like this much, like a few inches of room to walk around it. And that's it. And I literally lived in my brother's closet. I had $40 in my bank account. I 
they were about to repossess my Jeep Wrangler. Mm-hmm. I kept getting notices. I had no fucking money and no plan. And I would sit there and stare at the ceiling and just be like, this is my life. Three divorces later, a failed Marine Corps career because, I, I mean, it wasn't my fault, but... It wasn't failed though. It wasn't failed. Look how much you got from that. You know, all the lessons, all the fucking hardship, all the fucking, you know, you left there with a fucking title, you know, so it definitely wasn't failed. Thank you. But that's how, you know, I don't know when you have that pity party and you're just, Mm. that's how I felt like, fuck, I can't do anything right. Three divorces, got out of the Marine Corps early. That's life, baby. That's life. Like you're going to have to go, you're going to have to go through it to get to it. You know, like you were you were put through those lessons so that you could tell people your story and look, dude, you reach people, millions of people every, no, you're good. You reach millions of people every day on your platform, dude. And you spread so much light and positivity. Even if you're hurting inside, I already know because I'm the same type of person. Even if you're hurting inside, you're still touching people, you know, and that's what you're here for. So don't ever feel like it was failed. It's just a chapter in your book, baby. There's a lot of shitty chapters, but thank you. I it's all good, girl. We fucking have all been through some shit. Let me tell yeah. you. Makes- I, you know, there's a lady that um, I, that just reached out to me about publishing my book. I'm going to talk yes. to her about you. Please. Because you have a really good story. Thank you. And I think a lot of people need to hear it. Well, this is the first time I'm telling anybody about my childhood. You know that, right? No, and I didn't know that. Yeah, I was like, well, who better to do it with than you? I love Aww, you. I respect you. And I appreciate I'm like, that. I'm going to tell you about my childhood and the shit that went on with me in the Marine Corps. Um, I got interviewed by Inside Edition when I first got out. Well, when I first started modeling, I guess, a little bit after my brother's house, but I'll get into that. But yeah. they asked me the hard question about the Marine Corps, and I broke down crying, and it's on mm-hmm. national television. They cut it, and then they're like, we're not, we're not, we can't. And I was like, thank you, because I'm not ready for the world. I've never told anybody about what happened to yeah. me. I'm not ready to say exact details. Um, yeah, you can put two to. together. I mean, yeah. Yeah, so. You just have a really cool story and, you know, of triumph, and you're still living it you know like you're still going through it which we're gonna you know get to the (laughs) present but we had to talk about the past to get to the to the present um my thing is is they let you you guys serve and literally dedicate your lives so much to the military and then they just put you out on your ass yeah they don't give you any resources or you know you don't get like a monthly check or something definitely not and it sucks because right now i'm trying to get to the va because i think i have adhd um i scheduled an appointment in september and they said the closest appointment is in february i'm like this is why vets kill themselves not saying i want to kill myself right 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 but I can't get help at all. And I had to jump through hoops, like 10 different phone calls just to be told my appointment's not till February. I called the VA hotline, the crisis line, the every kind of veterans group. I'm like, this this is shitty. So I'm paying out of pocket now to try to find a therapist or this or that to, to figure out, like, you know, fix my mood a little bit um, now yeah. that I'm sober off drugs because... Uh, listen, yeah. sobriety, we'll get to that too, but <laughs> yeah. sobriety, fucking, there's no harder battle in the world than getting sober and getting to know yourself. Oh yeah. It's fucking brutal. It's dark. I've been battling depression the past two years. So I get, yeah. I've never had fucking depression in my entire life. And not only did I get depression, I got suicidal ideation depression. Fuck. So I trust me, I understand what you're going through. So when wow. you started modeling as soon as you got out or so, sit in my brother's closet and just yeah. wanting, wanting to die, like you said, it's su- just I was depressed and then my brother would, I wouldn't eat ever. And he'd knock on the door and he's like, I made you a sandwich, sis. Like, he's so sweet. And I was like, brother, what's the point of me being here? I feel like a failure. I want to die. Like, I just, I want, give me a reason to stay alive. I'm sorry. No, just you're good. give me a reason. He, and he would try to remind me of all the shit like I've overcome and everything I've done. And um, he went into my old Marine Corps box in the garage. And he's like, remember this? And he like brought me my medals. He's like, remember that? Remember my brother kept me alive. Like, sorry. No, so that's much. like making me tear up, dude. <laughs> like He uh, kept me alive. Like I wouldn't be here rough. without my brother. And uh, 
you know, I was on Instagram. I was already had followers because of stupid combat Barbie stuff. And he's like, do something with it. And I'm like, but what, brother? What do I do? He's like, just reach out to these people. I'm like, I have flaws. I have crooked teeth, a big nose, and I have crazy tattoos. I don't think I could be a model at the time. You know, this was back in. Were what? you? Did you get? Did you have your sleeves? Um, I had this one, and I didn't have this one yet. But I was like, but my t- tattoos are shitty, and you, you know, you see at the time on Instagram, there's only like a few OGs that were mo- like modeling. Mm. Um, I think you were one of them, you know. But there's only a few girls. I'm definitely that, like, an OG. <laughs> <laughs> but there's only a few. Esther Hanukkah, <laughs> like all them, yeah. Yeah, that was, and I'm yep. like. There's only a few. And I was like, I don't have what it takes to be like them. Like, yes, I, you do. I just, but he's like, just do it. Reach, c- click on their pages and see who they're shooting with and message the photographers. My brother told me that. And I was Aww. like, okay. He's like, you can do it. You can, Rihanna. And I'm like, side so Brother, message. we love you. Yeah. My brother's <laughs> name is Eric, by the way. Eric, I, we love you. If I ever have a boy, I'm naming him Eric because I love my brother. Aww. So, yeah. Um, see, older, younger? He's two years older than me. So it was him and then me and then my two younger sisters who I took care of. Um, When's his birthday? um may 7th so he's a taurus oh yeah yay. he's a bull so is chachi so is Aww. my baby over here yeah they see he's not stubborn he's the sweetest man i've ever met so no, like no, maybe no. he's some what is, i don't know what his moon yeah. sign is but yeah yeah um yeah so he's like do it and so i reached out to them and then i remember i'll never forget robert alvarado he does like old pinup photography mm-hmm. he said he was the first one to say yes a lot of people were saying no at first i was so discouraged they're like, oh, I'm busy or I don't have time or you don't have the look I want. It was a weird that. world back then. Yeah. It really was. Yeah. For modeling. Now it's like everybody can fucking do it. But yeah. back then, trying to break into it, photographers oh. were fucking creepy. Actually, we should start yeah. a Me Too movement on fucking oh, Instagram God. photographers. Do I have a list? <laughs> I have a list. Me and my, fr- my girlfriend's made a list of like weird fucking ones weird, or just yeah. assholes or fucking yeah. scam artists. Like, yeah. Just, no, there's so many of them. Yeah. We have luckily been blessed to work with some of the coolest people and I'll Good. recommend them too. I'm sure you probably worked with them too but i don't know but i love your i love all your photo shoots and everything that Thank yeah you. so i'm like i need to hit up i see but kind of stopped doing that recently too but i think we've all went through it fucking 2020 really threw us for a yeah. loop and everybody's just you know we have fucking only fans now and it's just yeah like, so then it's like what's the point they they like and it's, selfies better like it feels exactly more personal to them mm-hmm, exactly i tell so. everybody that and instagram is literally falling apart the <laughs> algorithms on there are fucking garbage yeah i'm shadow banned right now by the way me so. too i don't i'm a little literally a walking community guide i could fucking post a fucking a picture of me fully clothed and it'll get taken down because i fucking like it's just crazy i can't on all platforms they always come for me jesus doesn't fucking matter all right so you started modeling when did you start get getting published in magazines and stuff like that um it took about two years but Mm -hmm. like i said robert Alvarado, um he invited me and i was like he's like you know i do military type and you're you're a veteran and I'm like that's perfect so I freaking went up there and with a little corset thing and a little saluting a little like he had all the outfit all the outfits I think I remember the photo shoot yeah it was my mm-hmm. first ever like real photo shoot in my yeah. life and he gave me 50 bucks because I remember my brother loaned me money so I, we're in Fresno we're two hours away from LA and oh he was I in hate LA. Fresno yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a fucking shithole. That's the worst. It got named the dirtiest city in America. Dude, it's like the butthole of California. If you ever want to live in the butthole of California, go to Bakersfield or go to Fresno. Yes. <laughs> On the streets of Bakersfield. Yeah. I, like, love that song. I don't even know that song, but I know Bakersfield. We should play it right now. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Jason, insert whatever she just sang. Yeah, because it says, hey, you don't know me, but you don't like me. 
from the streets of Bakersfield. Oh, Lord. I fucking, I need to Google that. Dude, Jason, please find that. Please. We'll definitely insert it. That's hilarious. Um, What was I saying? Yeah. Um, My brother loaned me gas. So you did your photo shoot with what's his face to to do the, the, not the army. God, the fucking, the military pictures or whatever. And he says he usually, uh, girls usually pay him. But he's like, I was like, honestly, I don't have any money right now. I could pay you in a week, maybe. And then he's like, how about I give you money? And I'm like, what? You're paying me? So he gave me money to get a hotel that night. Otherwise, I would sleep in my Jeep. Um, And I was totally fine with sleeping in my Jeep that night. But I was like, okay. And so he got me a hotel, gave me some money. And then he's like, I'll edit these for for free for you. And I'll give them to you tomorrow. And I was like, wow, that's quick. Okay. I posted them. And then um, foxnews.com and like Sports Illustrated. Or not Sports Illustrated. That's the one that... They don't fuck with me because my tattoos, but Maxim and Foxy. Can like, we talk about that, though, as yeah. soon as you're done talking about that? I feel, uh, go ahead. and uh, So they, they don't fuck with you because your tattoos, but Maxim and everybody else. Yeah, they're just like, check out this hot Marine combat Barbie. Like, you know, and then yeah. I went viral and then I got more followers. I was like, whoa. And then I applied for a verification badge and I got it. I was like, yay. Whoa, what the Lucky fuck? you. I had yeah. to fucking wait 10 years and have Jesus. a fucking management company get it for me. My husband's Jesus. management company had to get it for me. Fuck. Like yeah. they don't, they don't, Instagram hates fucking ig thoughts yeah. like they and do not like maybe us. that's why because i never got a violation and i wasn't really at the time right it's just blossoming into an ig thought and i yeah. wanted to be one but um, <laughs> yeah i was just blossoming and then i was like what the fuck that was quick and so once i got my badge though this is a shallow and shitty part then photographers are like i want to shoot you now mm. so i'm like wow you didn't want me before but now you want me but fuck it i'll shoot with you and then that's yeah. when magazines started hey let's publish you i'm like okay cool like what magazines have you been in playboy and yeah. maxim so the playboy let you shoot with your tattoos yeah and so it's crazy because hugh hefner hated girls with tattoos he, i know but he died and he sold it to some company what the heck is it called stillicom or something i don't mm. know the hefner brothers manage it but it's not the real Playboy. It's not Playboy USA. Nobody can get in Playboy USA. You have to be... Their thing is about, like, um, what is it? They're super, like, liberal, progressive. Their thing is, like, they have bald ladies on there, or, like, which is fine. Or they had a dude on the last cover. So they want, like, transgender... Right. You'll, you'll, you'll never see a hot blonde on the cover of Playboy USA ever again. Like, that's not a thing. Like, wow. it's... Yeah, so... They just the, totally took the whole... The yeah. Whole fucking... They, like, they, they had, like... Um, it's just crazy. Like, I don't know. It's the craziest things, but uh, it's fine. I mean, everyone yeah. wants to feel included, but. Yeah. Yeah. So. so the, <laughs> I like that. Everyone wants to feel included. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I mean, but I am. Touched. But it's like, let's keep it. Let's keep it G. You know, yeah. like Playboy was built off busty boobies blondes. And blonde. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Blonde boobies. Like, yeah. But, That's what know. we all aspired to be. Yeah. Growing. That's why exactly. we are blonde with big tits is because yep. we all wanted to be in Playboy. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Seriously. But Playboy, though, I will say, I don't know if I should cut this part out or not, but it's okay. It's it's play to play. Blah. Play to what? Pay to play. Pay to play. Okay, no, I was cut, actually going to say that. that. We met a photographer in L.A. who was like, yeah, we, we can talk. He's like, I can't get you in Playboy because of your tattoos. I'm like, whatever. I don't care. He's like, but if you want to be in any other magazines, you can pay. And I was just like, I don't want to be in magazines if I have to pay for yeah. them. And who the fuck buys magazines anyways nowadays? Exactly. You know, like everything's online. So that, that dreams. I, I've always wanted to do Playboy just to say I did it because I yep. did. I worked for them. I did their, a TV show for them, but oh, they shit. would never, yeah, they would never let me in the magazine. They always told me I was too overweight. What so the fuck? it's been, they you, t- 
they told me I need to lose 15 pounds. That um, Bill White, I think was his name, the guy, the photographer who shot me. Um, he was, and, and if I showed you these pictures, I was fucking literally 120 pounds. What? Told me, but but I've always had hips, you know, and I've, I have a Brazilian body. Yeah. So he was just like, you need to lose 15 pounds. So it's always been my thing to be like, you know what? It's always been a fuck you. Like, okay, cool. Well, whenever you guys want me to be in your magazine to cover my podcast, I'm going to do it, <laughs> but it's going to be a fuck you. Yes. You know, like, because you guys told me I had to lose weight. Um, um, and the crazy thing is you have the body that everybody wants now. So it kind of backfired on them. Like, yeah, it's weird. But Playboy's always been fucking weird, man. Yeah. They've always been like real stereotypical and, yep. you know, like, I don't know, borderline pedophile-ish. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like you're kind of weird. But so after you started doing these magazines, where's your mental health at now? And like, how are you feeling? And are you feeling better about yourself? Is life getting better? So, I mean, you know, started making money for the first time in my life in the Marine Corps. I was barely breaking 3000 a month and like living on my credit cards. So when I got out and I, and I was fucking broke, broke, I finally... I started OnlyFans right mm -hmm. right when I started modeling. You know, I, I don't even say I was a model. But I mean, I guess I I'm, don't call myself a model either. Yeah, I call like, myself a thought. Yeah, because <laughs> like, like I'm not on a I runway hate, or fucking. I hate photo shoots. You can ask my team. Yeah. I shoot probably faster than any bitch you've ever met in your life. <laughs> like I hate being in front of the camera, yeah, but I exhausting. do it because like, it's our brand, you yeah. know. So I, I started making money, but I, I never did anything nude at the time. And even the photo shoots because I was so, I guess, traumatized or brainwashed from the Marine Corps about being respectful. So I never did anything nude. So my OnlyFans for the first two years, so sorry guys, like for the whoever subscribed for the first two years, <laughs> um, it was all implied. So like hair covering my nipples or my hands or chocolate or whatever. And they were pissed off. But I would make about, I'd make good money doing that, yeah. I guess. Like, you know, starting out. Um, and so I started making money and I finally got my own apartment, moved out of my brother's house. And as like Yay. a thank you, I did his whole backyard because it was all like rocks and dirt. I like bought him all new grass and the whole backyard shit. So I was like, Aww. thanks brother. I appreciate you. And, um, fast forward a few years later, I paid off his house for him because he's the reason I'm alive. Like, so I, but at the time I was, I was making, what can, should I say? Or is that tacky? No, you can. I say it all the time. I throw it in people's faces. <laughs> shit. When you come from nothing, you're happy yeah. that you fucking made it to where you have. Yeah. I was making like 15 to 20 K in one. And that was a lot for me. I know it's not yeah. a lot now. I mean, I make more now because I do porn now. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> I actually do. We porn. all do porn now, baby. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> I know the world is crazy now, but yeah. yeah, I was like, this is some good fucking money. And I was like helping my family me out any way I could my mom did meth her whole life so she had rotten teeth mm. so she said baby all I want is, is to be able to smile so I got her all veneers I paid like $60,000 to get uh. her and I, before my my own teeth I'm like I kind of got my teeth done but I wanted yeah. to do that for my family I was like a I forgive you mom yeah Cause she's like I, I'll, I'll get clean if you get me new teeth and she got clean so Yay. and I, my sisters check on her to make sure they like check her drawers make sure they don't have any fucking yeah so um she did that and you know I helped her out but uh yeah started making new money and then um started doing modeling you know living in fucking ghetto Fresno though but driving to LA every other weekend flying out um and then I got an offer to go to the Sausage Castle. <laughs> that's okay. So that's where I found out. I started seeing who yep. you were because my husband's friends with Mike. Yep, yep. Um, and, I, you know, I've met Mike a few times. Shout out Mike Busey. Yes, um, he's awesome. Yeah. And I remember you. So what was up with you guys? Were you dating? I was or? madly in love with that motherfucker. He's a fucking Sagittarius man. They are yes, assholes. Yes. And that's the, the strongest match for Leo. My I'm husband's like, a Sagittarius. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he I'm is. just like, oh. Cause he has so much about him and I had my own shit. I had my own money. And that's when he, when I first started hanging out there, he invited me to hang out there and he's like, shoot some guns. We got flamethrowers. You could ride a tank. That's really combat Barbie for your brand. I'm like, really? That thank you. And didn't ask a dime from me. And I never asked a dime from him. And he would, mm -hmm. he's always telling me like, I respect veterans. He does. He respects veterans yeah. in the military. He came from nothing as well. So we connected yeah. on that level. And, um, 
yeah and then he was like you never asked me for anything most of these hoes have nothing going on for them you got your own shit you're a badass bitch she would give me positive every day I was like I feel like somebody around you like you you make me feel like I'm worth something Mm -hmm. you know um I fell so in love with him god but I was so new to that lifestyle and all these you know yeah it's hard like it's hard being with a dude who his whole brand is based on women sex and yeah Yeah. so but I was like it's okay do your thing I know you got to film and do crazy stuff um but the girls there in the house like his I'm not gonna name names but they were like start they were mad because like he liked me the most and they all wanted to be the top girl right because they wanted his money those bitches had nothing right I know I already know that's why I stay away from I love Mike's brand I love what he's built but the the energy there is not it it's fucking trifling I don't know it's 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 rough and they're just bully me around like hide my shit like my makeup or my curling iron or just do shit like that to me or like sit on his lap right in front of me and kiss his cheek and then look at me and I'm like okay I'm not a jealous person but I'm yeah. like you're doing this to try to get it. It, it it's got too much and I went on tour with him I think that was we actually went to Nashville that was the last mm-hmm. time I was in Nashville so I was like oh this is bittersweet um I finally said enough is enough that night I couldn't take it anymore um was he good to you though or he was what? so okay. good to me yeah. like and I loved him for a while after we broke up but I just told him I couldn't deal with the life and the girls and the brand and I'm sure he's used to that yeah you know Mike is so easy I've seen no offense but I've seen so many girls come and go since I've been yeah. with Jay with him and I I'm just waiting for Mike to want to settle down he's gonna because yeah. my husband was the same way when I got with him really? it, it, just a revolving door of women that's how Sagittarius men are I think it's really ego driven yeah because of how they are they're so successful that it's just like a revolving door you know of women for them um but I'm waiting to see when Mike actually wants to settle down well I think he he kind of has so we've kept in contact over the years I think you know it's been what a year maybe two years now or has it been a year I think it's been longer two years Mm -hmm. but we kept in contact we would like text all the time FaceTime all the time Mm -hmm. and I just brought back all the memories and we just like talk human to human and whenever I had a crisis I'm like this guy in Vegas just screwed me over this guy he's like calm down this is what you do I always ran from advice and then he got with this new girl that he's with now I don't know her name but she's Mm -hmm. very beautiful um so if you're listening to this Mike (laughs) I hope you guys are happy I really do I mean that um so he's been with her for a while now I think this is the longest girlfriend I've seen him have so Mm -hmm. maybe he's gonna settle down with her I don't yeah I don't know but um I always have a spot in my heart for him he's awesome but I just at the time I could not deal with that life yeah so So what brought you to Vegas how did you end up in Vegas fucking got scammed (laughs) no yeah so I was in California that big Leo heart yeah I that's my fucking resolution. Resolution? Yeah, that's how you say it. Sorry, yeah. Don't New Year's resolution. New Year's resolution is um just to be more, not bitter, but like skeptical or like just not to be, to not be so trusting so fast to people because that's where all my problems, you know, because I, I, I believe people when they tell me things and I want to, I see the best in people even when they show me red flags. I'm like, I give them a bit of a doubt because I'm like, I'm like, okay, he's been through this. He's been through that. So that's why he acts like that. But I just, you know, I need to... um just be more guarded I guess that's my was it for are we allowed to say his name or no oh, oh. we can uh, uh, wait we have to make it rhyme was it for Schmander? <laughs> Schmander. <laughs> no it wasn't but I met him there but so this fucking photographer dude Ooh, I'm gonna oh I want to say his God. name right now oh you should well, because I, these photographers need to stop fucking I scamming him bitches. and then I was told never to talk about him oh gotcha again. okay so he invited me to Vegas for a reality show. He said we're going to have oh, a house. Oh, I know exactly who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, mm-hmm. fuck him. Oh, can we even say that? I don't think I'm I, like- We could bleep that. Jason, bleep that for me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and a uh, fucking scam. He said that he has 
producers from VH1 or MTV or both or something coming to film us, but it was COVID, so that... So he hit me up, too, and yeah. I was just like, mm-mm. So you had all these girls fly out from, like, L.A., um, Texas, New York, Florida. So we all flew out, five blondes in the house, and he's like, I want to know, like, I want to film a day-to-day life of an OnlyFans girl, so, and you all have your own themes, like, one of the girls is, like, gangster, you're a rock and roll and military, one of the girls is, like, a stripper, blah, blah, so you all have your own thing, and I'm like, that'd be cool, that sounds fun, and we all met before we moved in the house, all of us girls, and we all got along, so we're like, we're not gonna fight on camera, I'm like, I'm not gonna be crazy like that on camera, like, I'm not about that anyway, like, unless I'm, like, pushed to my limit, I'm not gonna, yeah, so we, like, whittle unless you could control the narrative, yeah, yeah, like, and so we moved in and then he's like, oh, we're like, when is filming going to start? And he's like, oh, um, next week, because COVID, it was a height of COVID. Next week or this week or whatever. And then he's like, but I'll film on my phone in the meantime. Like, so he's filming on his phone, but then he was like catching us in the shower and like Ew. weird. And at the time, I never did anything nude, only did implied. So I was like, what the fuck? Getting us in weird situations, horrible angles, like telling me one thing about a girl. And then so I would go up to her and then she'd tell her other things to make us fight on purpose for his phone. Um, just crazy shit. And then he'd be like, okay, rent's due. We lived in this like basic ass house. Supposed to be a mansion, right? Mm-hmm. Lived in a basic ass house in Vegas. And I, I didn't find out till later. Vegas houses are super cheap to rent. Oh, to buy. so cheap. And he was like, the rent's 10,000. So I need this much from all of you. And then he'd be like, oh, actually it's 15 now. And then, and then we need money for this. We were giving this guy all of our like OnlyFans money. And he had the password to our OnlyFans as well. No. We're like, what the fuck is it? And I couldn't even log on. He would change our password. I'm like, I can't even log on and see what you're doing. And he's like, don't worry. I'm, I'm messaging all your fans. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm like, but are you making me any more? That's what I want to know. Are you making me any more money? Because what's the point of you managing it? Right. If I'm staying the same and you're just taking all of it. Right. Like, and then he was like, oh, I deposit. He put his bank account for all of our OnlyFans. Depo- <gasps> and then he's like, I'll take my cut and then send you your money back. I'm like, no, 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 no. We should get our money first and then we'll send you the cut. Yeah. I was like, I only lasted seven days in that house. I was the first to leave. I stood yeah. up to him, cussed him in front of everybody. And then all the girls too the night before said, we're with you. The minute you stand up, we're following you right out that door. I stood up, cussed his ass out. I was like, you're a fucking scam artist, piece of shit. He, he, would, he was former army. He would talk down to us like we're, I was getting PTSD. I'm like, you're not going to talk to me like that. Yeah, like we I were, fucking did that for seven years, bro. Yeah, we were at dinner one time and he was like, you know, um, Instagram, only fangirls, they're like less than dirt and they think they're hot shit, but their their worth is less than dirt. And all of us are sitting here like. But he's living off of you guys. And we're like, what the fuck do you think of us? Then? Like you're talking about it. Like how dare you constantly. So after seven days, I was like, I'm fucking out of here and I'm suing your ass. Like, fuck this. Fuck you. You're not going to talk to me. This, You're not going to take my money. Good. But the, I looked around at the girls. They're all just sitting there still. They didn't follow me out like they said they would. I was like, OK, so I was a bad guy. So I left. They blocked me on everything. I went and talked to my lawyers about everything. I'm like, and all the girls were mad at me. Like, you you ruined this. And I'm like, no. And then after a few weeks, I think it lasted two more weeks after that. Then they finally all left and they reached out to me. You're so right about him. It just took me a while to get the courage. To- it makes you not want to be friends with people yeah. like that, though. If they don't yeah. have your back from the get, like, bitch, don't come crying to me now. Yeah. So I keep it casual. I'm like, okay. Like, but I'm like, you could have walked out when I walked out. You would have saved your ass a lot. One girl gave him $20,000. You could have saved your ass, but whatever be stupid i guess but those girls didn't really i feel like he was brainwashing them like mil- like the military like they, yeah. had, they hadn't been through it before so they were like you yeah. know i'm talked down to but he's supposedly helping us and but anyways that's why i moved to vegas so that only lasted seven days so then i was like what do i do now <laughs> so. i love how you're always goal oriented because i'm the same way i'm yeah. always like okay well what am i gonna do now <laughs> yeah like now i can't go back i just left california and i'm like i can't crash and burn and run back just yet like i gotta figure it out so um, I knew a friend there. She was an Air Force vet. I stayed on her couch for a while, and then I got my own place, rented it, and then um, I was invited to a party online. 
Um, but I think it was like Danny Banks or somebody, and mm. she's fucking awesome. I um, love Danny. Her work ethic is impeccable. And she's a cool ass bitch. Have you ever talked to her in person? I have. To, I've talked to her. I've never met her in person. She's fucking cool. I'm like, yeah. you're real and genuine and cool as fuck. Like, she I love me that. To a party. Yeah, that's awesome. And that's where I. It's hard, in. especially girls in this industry. Not not a lot of them are really cool. Oh yeah, you know? no. I don't think any of them are. Like maybe one in four. Viking like, Barbie is. She's amazing. Yeah. She's one of my really good friends. So I like her. I actually look at her stuff. I'm like, I can relate to her a lot. And then I see that you guys, you say you guys are twin flames. And I'm like, I can relate to you a lot and yeah. her a lot. I'm like, hmm, maybe I can be no, friends with No, Barbie's like, an amazing she cool. woman. She's just as real as it gets. She's just like Danny and her work ethic is amazing. Yeah. We love Barbie. Shout out Viking Barbie. We yeah, love if you listen to this. Kaylee. Um, <laughs> I have a crush on her. I actually told her that like, last week. I was like, I have a crush on you. She's like, LOL. Oh, I was like, I either laugh or get turned on by your story. Listen, She's be like, careful. She will fuck you. <laughs> Okay, no, she really will. Barbie loves women. Okay, so be careful sliding those DMs. Maybe I want to. <laughs> I'm gonna put in a good word for you. No, I'm serious. Oh, yeah. If you're down, yeah. I, I listen. I got you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so you met Schmander at this party? Yeah. Because I remember seeing you guys online, and I thought you guys were super cute together. It was like love at first sight. But that like- whole crew to me just seems like a bunch of f boys. See, that's the thing I don't want to get you, sued, but... No, you, well, we're just not going to use any names. I came into Vegas and thinking, because good old me, thinking uh, these people are actually my friends, and like, yeah, we do what we do for money, but we could have like genuine friendships, so... But I got that wrong with her and all the other people there, because... Uh, fuck like for instance i was recovering from surgery i got my butt done and she said she would be there to pick me up and take care of me and she never showed up and the nurses i had to pay them like a hundred dollars an hour to, an hour extra to stay i was there for i was like i have nobody in vegas to take care of me or help me and so i had to call my grandma out. she had to get a, a quick flight out there and i never heard from her for a week and then the next week hey girl what's up i'm like you left me there i was you said you'd be there for me i was there for your surgery shit like that like i, I learned Aww. she's not my friend but, but I, not everybody not everybody ethic. that makes it has a soul mm-hmm. or a heart yeah you know? When you have a good heart and you actually help people along the way in your journey, that's when God blesses you. But if she's the one who's out here just hurting people repeatedly, that karma has no time limit. It comes back. Trust me. And life has a way of humbling motherfuckers. Uh, is, is it sad that I like wish that? Like I wish that life no. knocks harder? Is that fucking, no, it will. I'm not a vindictive, per- no, vindictive no, no. person. And trust me, baby, it will. We all get ours. And she would deny it all. And then I would show her pr- my proof. And then she'd be like, oh, my bad. I'm like, how come it takes me showing you proof for you to say sorry but that's crazy. Anyways, we'll, we'll get back on track. So you and Schmander. Yeah. I thought you guys were adorable. Thank you. Um, so we call each other Twin Flames because we're, I don't know. So he comes from a small farm town in West Virginia. He joined the army. We have a lot of same story. And then he kind of was broke, no no direction what to do. And then moved to Vegas and started the whole, you know, he was a male stripper, porn, all that shit. Yeah. Um, Made something of himself. Yeah. And so, and talking to him, we would like finish each other's sentences and shit. We've been through a lot of shit together. It was good, but uh, drugs tore us apart, man. What'd you guys start doing? So I was in love with cocaine. Mm. God damn it. I I, every do, time I would get drunk, I would want to yeah. do blow too. I, I, for the minute I woke up, like I was just like 10 grams a day, honestly. It was so... That, you might be ADHD. Yeah, because mm. I love the upper and it gave mm. me confidence that I never had before. And mm. I was like able to do everything without it. I couldn't even do a pile of laundry. but I, So I, it was a year long of me fuck man it was bad but then i started taking um adderall and coke i, I don't know how my heart didn't pop like wow. i was and then i wanted to come down i was so high sometimes i would take xanax to come down so my heart's like what mm. do i go up down up? yep that's what almost i would do overdosed. too i was always doing those too yeah almost overdosed like four different times like legit my body went into shock throwing up pills trying to take me to the hospital and i was doing that for him though too so yeah, i don't know to like keep up with the lifestyle yeah I, I don't think i think he's told this on podcasts themselves but yeah I, we were helping each other we were 
taking each other to the hospital. So we're like, we had each other, you know, like Bonnie and Clyde, ride or die. But after a while, it's like, I need someone to say no. Uh, yeah, I need you to help me, I, and I can't help myself. You can't help yourself. Well, so we're just kind of like in this little like. We're making so much good money that I went from like 15 to 20K a month to like 100 to 200,000 doing porn with him. He convinced me to do porn for the first time ever. My fans love that shit. Don't oh, make I that bet. Much now, but yeah, at the height of it, I was making so much money and I was like, fuck yeah, and I'm high on drugs. I have confidence. It was fun while it lasted, but it was a year of that and I was able to pay off all my immediate family's debt. And then I was like, well, now what? Like, I'm not, I don't want to keep doing this shit. Um, you know, I'll still do sexy little things, but like hardcore, crazy shit i was like this isn't me this never was me but um it was fun yeah. while it lasted and i didn't always get sober, so. true to who you are yeah and i just stopped all that in august so mm-hmm. and that's when you decided to move to north carolina yep to just completely changed my life like so how's uh sobriety going for you uh it's so august hard. september october november december january so you've been sober six months yeah i'm proud of you it's fucking hard no i know dude i used to take xanax and fucking laura tabs every day and then jay and i were on the trial by fire tour with yellow wolf in 2016 or 2017 i can't remember i think it's 2017 and i just looked at him one day and i was like i don't want to be on because jay never you know he's like teach their own my husband's really cool like he's just like whatever you got to do to fucking get through whatever. And I was just like, I don't want to do these anymore. And he's like, okay. And I never touched them again, but it has been, sobriety has been the hardest battle of my life. Getting to know myself without being stimulated by something. And I think after drug use for so long, it, it, your brain's never going to be the same. Absolutely. How do I, you know what I mean? You're never going to feel that good again. I don't know. Yeah. It's going to, it's going to heal itself, but it's going to take fucking time, dude. And it's, you know, you're, you're doing the right thing. And they always say, you know, the walking the straight and narrow is the hardest, you know, all roads lead to hell. And it's like that, that one road that fucking leads (laughs) you to fucking sobriety and redemption is like the thinnest road, but it's. If you can just stay on this path and just keep it going, you're going to figure it out. Thank you. Yeah, it's just hard to. And plus, while I was doing it, it's I was blinded by all the money and the fun with it. And we were, that's why we say we're twin flames because it but it doesn't mean twin flames are soulmates. They're not supposed to be with their twin flame. Well, twin flames, there's a lot of pain. Yeah. That's what people don't realize. Twin flames think, oh, twin flames is so cute and we're soulmates and we're going to be together. No, twin flames is separation. Yeah. Hurt pain lessons yeah. mirroring each other that's what a twin flame is we literally mirrored each other we do and that's why i'm like i need to be with someone a little bit different than me because i need someone to pull me out of this shit i need a but it was so much fun i was like i don't even know where i was going with that right now yeah um, well you were talking about getting sober and yeah. or, pff, cut that out please <laughs> jason I <laughs> Yeah, you were talking about Schmander and <laughs> you know now you're on this road to sobriety and it's hard yeah it's it's fucking hard but I, I looked in the mirror and I was like I look like my mom right now because you know after I would only sleep once every seven days and I would eat like one bite of an apple once every seven days like mm-hmm. it was bad and I looked in the mirror and you know like sometimes you get paranoid and you start picking your face so I had like scabs on my face I'm looking in the mirror I'm like I'm making all this money but like are who you the really fuck am happy? I? And I looked, I, I looked in the mirror and I saw my fucking mom. I was hallucinating probably for being up so long. Mm. I was like, fuck. I never wanted to be a drug addict. I never wanted to. But it just goes with it. Everybody in Vegas, Vegas. is fucking. The yeah. first party I walked up to, I'm not going to say her name, but she's one of the world's famous porn stars, one of the top five. She came up to me and said, put this in your tongue. And I was like, just in shock that it was her. I was like, okay. I let her put it on my tongue. And then from there, just. Nicolette I, Shea. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm like, who is it? I'm, oh. I want to guess who it is. We can, we'll bleep it out.
Yeah. Oh yeah. She's Barbie the has. Ever. Yeah, Barbie's done so much stuff with her. But she's yeah, the sweetest. Daughter. She actually grew up and had to steal food for her family, and like, she only came to the U.S. because her pimp like married her, said he would give her a good life, or like beat her ass, so she saved money in the sock, and then enough money to leave him one day and because she got into porn like all the porn you google like mainstream porn she was like drugged up and her pimp would take all the money so eventually mm. she so she's a cool fucking girl but yeah. um yeah drugs are i've done every drug except heroin and meth but yeah fuck man same I was, well i did meth but not heroin wow. yeah I, i'm pretty sure i've had some meth coke before like yeah you just know <laughs> you when just, it's yellow when like, it's a little methy and you yeah. fucking can't take the edge off for a week you're like yeah i yeah. gotta hold with some fucking meth it's for real yeah like, for sure well yeah. what does this next year what does 2022 look like for combat barbie <laughs> Um, so are you gonna do like yeah like self-healing yeah I need to figure out who I, I need am. to get you with my psychic who just did my reading for the year oh my God. she'll make you feel so good she does my readings every year I need that mm-hmm. I never believed in that shit till like a year ago and I'm like how is this so spot on and I'm like no I used to think it was some weird hippie shit but I'm like this is legit like the truth like it's crazy yeah so but yeah just um trying to be sober I mean I still drink alcohol now so that's the thing I got sober in August, but fuck, I started drinking like crazy because I, mm. w- I wasn't high. I was like, I need something. I can't be sober in my thoughts. So I moved to North Carolina, and man, I was doing like fucking two bottles of tequila a day. Like, I think I was drunk every single day since I've been there, but I'm like, at least I'm not on drugs. But Yeah, well, you're, you're healing, and you're yeah. learning how to deal with it. So, you know, yeah. it's what you have to do to survive and get through right now. But as long as you're conscious enough to know, hey, this is not going to work out in the long run. I can't yeah. keep doing this. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to have to rely on a substance and I just want to be me again and be sober and be happy so um yeah I'm just trying to figure that out and I've been writing a lot all I do is write now I still do fun sexy stuff on my OnlyFans but obviously not hardcore shit like I used to with Xander right um so I do a little sexy stuff there you know um and I just I write a lot so I just sit the house right and then of course Fort Bragg. I'm single now. So <laughs> what do you, through them fucking soldiers. <laughs> well, so what do you look like? What do you look for in a dude? <laughs> oh, I just like the typical military douchebag dude. Like <laughs> <laughs> military douchebags mount up. Yeah, tattoos, muscles, and oh, that uniform. But um, I can't be with Marines because I did seven years with Marines. I fucking cannot. So that's yeah. why Marines come at me. I'm like, sorry, I'm sure you're a good guy, but the way they treat women, I'm like, I can't mm. be with you guys. But soldiers. You know, there's a lot of female females in the fucking army, so they treat their women like nice. Like I asked soldiers, "Have you ever heard this said to a girl? Have you ever done this?" He's like, "No, you get fired instantly. You get kicked out." I'm like, "Good." Aww. He's like, "Our women like are badasses," and so that's why I like army soldiers because uh they respect women like that so. and then i tell them i'm marine and they're like fuck yeah and i'm like yeah so. well i'm excited for you for this next year of self-healing and getting to know yourself and i Thank can't you. wait to see i know that you are you're so <laughs> tenacious i know that you're gonna fucking have some breakthroughs and you're gonna just Thank keep you. soaring and doing everything to make your heart happy Thank you. But I'm still lost. I'm 29 years old and I'm like, I still don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. But girl, I'm going to be 42 in two weeks. <laughs> and I shut still... the fuck up. I thought you were like 35. <laughs> shut up. I love you so much. I heard you Thank say you. that you're in your 30s. Yeah. No, Um, I am going to be 42 in two weeks and I still don't know what the fuck I want to do with my life. How do you so... look younger than me? Fuck I, you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I'm getting a facelift soon. So don't... No, motherfuckers don't play. 
I, I've been announcing it every podcast. So I'm like, when I do it, don't be fucking surprised. Don't but come for me, internet. You don't need it. Your face is tighter than mine. I'm like, oh, well, stop who's it. your lady? Do you have a Botox? I'm like, yeah, I got She's great. I need, actually need to go see her. But we're going to be uh, on the West Coast next week. You're going to be in, on the, in the West Coast, too. I got to get a car back from somebody. <laughs> I don't know what's going to go up. Uh, well, we're going to be out there. So you got to come hang out with us. I would love that. And I want you to come back on the podcast every year and just oh, kind of, you. you know, just be a regular guest because I know everybody on here is going to love you. Thank you. I said some crazy shit today, though. It's the first time the world's hearing about this. So. I really appreciate it, though. You have such a cool story. You've been through a lot, girl. Like, you're, you, I don't think you've slowed down enough to process everything you've been through. So that's ADHD. <laughs> well, that's where the drug use and the drinking yeah. comes in because you, you know, we weren't taught how to cope with yeah. stuff as kids, you know. So now I think this year is going to be your year that you're going to learn how to cope and navigate through all the trauma that you've been through. Thank you. I hope so. I don't know, though. It's a big old question mark, but I'm excited. I'm hopeful for the first time in my life. I'm really hopeful. So hope. Listen, hope gets motherfuckers through when I'm fucking depressed and don't want to be here anymore. The only thing that gets me through is hope of not feeling like that anymore. So having hope is number one key of survival. And you're going to do this. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. I'm like, why are you depressed though? You have a life that I wish I had. So I'm like, why are you depressed? I wish I could fucking tell you. (laughs) I'm actually going to Doc Amen in like uh, in February to get a scan of my brain to find out. But, you know, I was in a severely abusive relationship. So I do feel like I might have a a traumatic brain injury from all the damage that he did to me. And it's not that I'm depressed with my life. It's a fe- when you I never understood depression until I felt it. You can't pick and choose like, hey, I don't want to be sad. It just fucking happens. Yeah. And my husband actually battles severe depression, too. We have oh, everything fuck. we could ever fucking want. But money and fame and all that shit that doesn't control uh, chemical imbalances in the brain. Yeah. You know, so I'm I'm seeking answers and I have been seeking answers for the past two years. I haven't given up. So Good. vitamin regimens, if you need help with any of that, like I've been through so much shit with vitamins you know Mimi and I have too and she she's actually microdosing now nice. uh, mushrooms yeah nice. so if we can help you with any of that we will we're all about healing and fucking self-healing and doing it the holistic way around here I love that yeah so yeah no hard drugs yeah no, no hard, hard drugs <laughs> baby no party you gotta stop the party and the party's got it's not a party if it happens every day that's yeah. what I always say it's not a party if you fucking die so <laughs> thank you so much for coming on the podcast Thanks I really appreciate you uh, sorry to talk over you I have such no you're good <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah and where, what's your socials where can everybody find you the combat barbie <laughs> everything because fuck those guys <laughs> yeah just google the combat barbie and you guys will find her thank you so much thank you and thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of dumb blonde i will see you guys next week bye bye <laughs>